Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, happy Sunday to you folks. Welcome into another Wealth and Health Show, Randy. I'll tell you, each and every week talking about some great stuff, having lots of fun, sharing insight, not only to help you in your financial story, but also on your tax side, saving a lot of money in taxes, as well as other thoughts. And you know, today, Randy, we got a a great guest coming on a little bit later. He's uh, actor Chris Steele. He's been in a lot of different mediums uh, from business owner, TV personality, radio show host, uh, just connected with Robert Kiyosaki and his books as well, and just kind of helped him in that process over the years. Uh, if you've heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, his book been around for a long time. So really, really neat guy. Going to have Chris on a little bit later in the show. And I know um, we're going to talk today, Randy, about a lot of different things. I know we got it set up for, right? It's going to be fun. Well, we have some uh, things to, certainly to talk about when it comes to the stock market. We had an interest rate uh, decision this this week, and uh, Art Cashin is a guy who's been on the floor of the market for over 50 years. So we'll get his take on what he thinks the direction of the market is going to go as well. We have our Ask Michael segment coming up. People talking about how long they think their money should last in their yep. retirement years and how they feel about the market that we have right now do they feel that we're on the downside of this this uh this trump bump and that we're in for a uh, a bubble bursting not too long from now so lots to talk about today absolutely you know and i also we're going to talk a little bit here this first segment on stocks you know when you buy a stock why should you buy it what 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 should be the reason when when you sell it when should you sell it uh and you know how how you should buy effectively and sell effectively so you're going to be in a place where you can maximize that we want to we want to share that story with you so that way you can make better decisions overall in your life and by the way at any point in time if you got a question reach out to us leanonthewall.com again leanonthewall.com or you can give us a ring 888-511-WALL 888-511-9255 uh, you want a second set of eyes on what you're doing or just uh, reach out to us to share a thought of what you want to hear on the show. Give us a ring. Also, hey, very important, folks. We got tax season. We're still in the midst of it. And if you have not reached out, you got a business or you've sold a company or you're you're in a place where you're going to sell a company or you just make a, a decent income, you know, a couple hundred thousand a, a year and above, you're going to be in a situation where you're probably going to want to take part in our $40,000 tax challenge. We're cutting a little bit of cost off on that side, on that Wall Lasseter company, uh, Randy, where we're cutting the cost for folks there just in a short tax season here. But it's a $40,000 tax challenge. That is the average of what we in the Wall Lasseter company, myself and Danny Lasseter, which is a tax attorney, have saved clients last year in taxes. So if you want to take part in that, go to leanonthewall.com, scroll down, and uh, click on Request My Review, as well as uh, you can, again, give us a ring, 888-511-9255. So, Randy, let's jump into it. Let's talk about stocks. You know, everybody likes the idea of equity stocks. Should we buy? Should we sell? Should we not? I don't know. Some people are scared of the markets. They don't want to get in. They don't, you know, they're not sure what to do. And so the question is, how do you effectively find a stock that you should or should not buy. And by the way, folks, you know, you always want to make sure that you check with uh, professionals on on this as far as uh, uh, when you're buying or selling. Get advice uh, from folks in your world. Obviously, if you have a question for us, you can call us and, and that sort of thing. But when you look to buy a stock, I guess, Randy, the first thing that I look at is you always want to look to make sure that you don't just buy into things because of hype, right? You know, we, we know Snapchat recently had their IPO and they came out and they're doing their thing and went up huge the first two days, dropped huge the third day. And, you know, where will that end up down the road? Well, you know, no one really knows, but I think buying a, a stock on just hype is something that you don't necessarily want to be in the business of. So what should you do when you're buying companies and buying stocks? Because that's essentially what you're doing. So make sure you understand that when you're buying a stock, you're buying a company, okay? And the things you want to do, in my opinion, is you want to buy companies that, number one, you believe in. Number two, you want to buy companies that are in a place, Randy, that they have a great growth plan already in place. And the third thing is, I'm not a huge fan of penny stocks. Now, you can make money on penny stocks. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. 
uh, you know, pink sheets, things like that. But you want to be in a place where you're buying stocks that have, uh, you're buying companies that have a uh, good fundamentals. They're in a place where their their cash flow is strong, their their debt ratios are are low, and they have a, a growth plan that is going to be effective long term. So those are some of the things you want to be looking at when you're buying these companies. And you also want to make sure that you're buying them well, buying them right. You know, if you're in a place where you're looking to buy a particular company, whatever it may be, whatever that stock may be, and it's just had a huge run up. In other words, it's up. 30, 40, 50, 60% in over the course of the last couple of weeks or months or whatever it may be. Maybe it's when you want to buy, but maybe you want to check and say, okay, let me wait for a little bit of a pullback. Let's let this stock breathe a little bit. Let's let it pull back. And then you look to buy in. Now, folks, if you're in a situation where you're not really sure what you should buy or how, you really need to get professional advice. Don't just say, you know, okay, I'm going to listen to some people on TV or here and there or whatever, and I'm going to buy this and I'm going to buy that. Because then the next question that comes in is, when do you get out? Because Randy, the question is, why do you buy stocks? You want to make money. (laughs) Yeah, you want to make money. But you know what? The real reason you buy them is you you buy them to sell. Because the only time you make money, folks, is when you actually sell that stock. You know, you've heard a lot of people talk about the idea of paper gains and paper losses, right? Right, Randy? We hear about that a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's the idea, what does that mean? Well, it means that those gains that you've made. So if you buy something at $10 a share, just as an example, and it grows to $15 a share, and now all of a sudden you've made $5 per share, which could be significant, you're in a place where you haven't made that money until you actually sell. And a lot of people, they don't think about that. They just think, well, I'm at, geez, I bought it for 10. It's now 15. Oh my goodness, man. What if it goes to 20? What if it goes to 25? And you know, Randy, one of the biggest reasons people lose their shirt in stocks is number one, they're buying things. They're not really making an evaluated plan. They're buying off a hype. They don't have an overall plan. And by the way, I don't think in my opinion, folks, you should be hundred percent in the market with any portfolio especially with the folks that we're working with that have an element of wealth, they want to protect, grow, and all that. But the other thing is, they don't really have an exit strategy. You need to have an exit strategy in mind day one. What does that look like? You know, we're talking a little bit later about the Trump bump, Randy, and we're in a situation through Wall uh, Private Wealth, which is our uh, fee-based fiduciary-only company, uh, we're in a place where we're going to be in a situation where we're going to start taking some gains. We're going to take some some profit off the table. We've made some great profit over the years or over the last you know several months here with uh, the Trump thing. We're going to start to take some gains and we're going to get out on some positions and start taking some gains. Why? Well, because if we just ride the roller coaster, then we experience what everybody else experienced in 2008, which is, hey, you made money in the previous years, 02, 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, and then you lost a lot of the money or, or most of it or all of it. In, in 2008. So we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we're taking some, some gains off the table. So when you own stocks, folks, that's one of the things you want to do is you want to be looking at when are you going to be taking gains off the table? And maybe you don't sell the entire position. Maybe you only ser- sell a certain portion of your shares. So that way you can start to take some money off the table and take some profit off the table and then and kind of let it ride a little bit more with some portion shares uh, moving forward. But again, the key here is you got to buy well you need to buy right, and you need to make sure you have a plan over why you're buying what you're buying and have an exit strategy, Randy, when you're entering those positions at the same time. Very important. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, and you can, as always, find us online at leanonthewall.com. Obviously, when Michael does the show here, things come to your mind, you question, you know, or you have a question, and you want to talk to Michael about it. Well, there's a number there. It's 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. You can go to our website and scroll down to the bottom of the page, and you'll see Request My Review. If you click on that, you can ask a question right there and set up a time where you can sit down and talk to Michael. Again, that's at leanonthewall.com. You know, Michael, I've heard people say as well, you're talking about buying stock. And then there's the question of when do I sell it? You touched on that just a little bit. And I heard someone say one time, you evaluate how you sell a stock is if there were a thousand shares out there right now for you to buy, would you be a buyer or would you be a seller? And that kind of answers your question. Do you want that position right now to get in or do you want to be out of that position? So there's an evaluation process. And what I hear you saying with your investments, there needs to be a purpose for everything that you own. Well, there, there really does. I mean, listen, people know that uh, investing is, is longer term, right? I mean, if you're in a situation where you got a bunch of cash that you need for 
um, you know, the ne- in six months or a year, whatever it may be, or, or even a year and a half, you might be in a situation where you don't want to necessarily put that monies into different investments. You want to you want to keep that on the sideline, or maybe look for shorter term things. Maybe that's a short term CD, or you know, whatever else it may be. Even though I know those don't have a great return, it's it's still a vehicle that you can use short term. So. When you look at your overall portfolio, Randy, I mean, that's that's what I kind of wanted to dive in here with, with stocks in particular, because, you know, a lot of times people can say, well, you know, should I buy them? Should I not? Whatever. Certainly, we focus on the retirement space. A lot of people coming to us are retired or soon are going to be retired or they want a second opinion on their wealth. They want a little bit more of a proactive process with an actual plan for the big picture. And so for us, when I look at it, I said, listen, I'm not. I'm not averse to stock. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm okay with stocks. I'm okay with buying good companies in the market, but it's going to be it's going to be connected with a, a plan, and that's why we build out what we call the financial house, and say, okay, how much do we want in the foundation? That's monies that we're not going to take any risk on at all. We're not going to lose money. We can't lose the money over time. And there's investments out there that will give us the ability to participate in that. So what does that look like? Well, they're going to protect your wealth, and they're going to grow over time. You know, it's somewhere in the ballpark of four to six percent over time. There was a study done by Professor Babel of the Wharton School of business talking specifically about that. So, you know, that's the foundation. And then we got to move to the walls. And this is where we're getting into uh, actively traded accounts where we're buying and selling things. And we're in a place where we are uh, investing in different companies, again, as stocks and different alternatives. So we want to mix that up. Now, when you take a look at uh, selling, you're, you're exactly right, Randy, because you're in a place whether you buy or sell stocks. The question is, where are the overall markets right now? You know, folks, you hear us talk a lot about the idea of a rising tide will lift all boats. Well, you know, a tide that's up when it comes down, like a tsunami effect, I mean, it's going to destroy a lot of stuff in its path as well. And if the markets tank big, even though the company might be good, it's probably going to feel the downdraft of that. And Randy, I want to talk a little bit next segment, move into uh, what does that look like as far as, okay, how do you evaluate markets and say, okay, here's the time we should get in and here's the time we should get out. Uh, not just a, uh, is the company good or not, but when should we actually enter this position? I think it's an important conversation we need to have. So folks, hang with us. We'll be back to chat about that right after this. Are you concerned with all of the uncertainty that's happening with our country today and how it can affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies and the host of the Wealth and Health Radio Show. I've written a simple, easy to read book that can help you cut through the nonsense in the financial world, as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions and how to be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com. Again, that's retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Cause I got a peaceful, easy feeling. And I know you won't let me down. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. There you will find that Michael's been seen on Fox Business, CNBC, Bloomberg, USA Today, Smart Money. He's written in a lot of places and been seen in a lot of places. We do this radio show for you to kind of get to know what he does, what he's all about. And right now we're getting a little look at what Michael feels about the market. And Michael, Art Cashin is a guy who's been on Wall Street on the floor for about 50 years. He's an interesting guy you'll see on the networks all the time. And he made an observation this past week saying that there are some stocks, even though our market is at all-time highs, there are some stocks that are selling at 52-week lows, which is kind of interesting. And here's what he had to say about that. A mild warning signal, uh, to tell you the truth. When we've seen those kinds of moves before, uh, the market has uh, either stalled or actually pulled back somewhat. Not a, not anything climactic, but you could be setting up for 5 to 7% pullback. Interesting, because Michael, you said in the previous segment that might be time. Signs are it might be time to take a little money off the table. Tell me about what you think about what Art said. Well, I think it's a valid point. I mean, listen, that's that's the whole purpose of being in a situation where you have a well-rounded plan, you know, and, and, and we're going to talk a little bit later in the show, folks, about the idea of having alternatives and other things on the market or other things in general in your investment portfolio to allow you the ability to, you know, reduce or minimize market risk, but yet still maximize your overall return. So I think when you look at markets and you look at those signs of, of stocks that are uh, all-time lows, listen, here's what I will tell you. There is, there is often a, a thread... Uh, where regardless, Randy, what markets are doing, whether they're up strong or down strong, there's always things. It's like, I remember Zig used to talk about this with the economy in general. He said, you know, I remember, and I've seen over my life that regardless of what ha- is happening, 
you know, he said he, he prefaced it, I guess, with this. He said the media. Now, this is back when he shared it back in the 90s, 1990s. But he said the media has accurately predicted uh, 26 of the last three recessions. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, listen, you got to take the media with a grain of salt. Even live TV today, as you know, Randy, we've done a lot of live TV, whether it be, as you mentioned, CNBC, Fox, whatever, uh, Bloomberg. And, you know, we, we've kind of moved away from that a little bit, not because there's not a lot of value there as far as sharing thoughts with listeners and ideas, but even live TV has become more scripted. They want to regulate what you are and are not saying. And so, you know, what you'll know, folks, is with companies in general, you're going to find that um, there's companies that are going gangbusters and making lots of money when the markets or the economy over as an overall is negative. I mean, it's going down, recession time, whatever, and there's companies making money. I even think of Hilton. You know, they bought, I can't think of the, the hotel in New York City right now, a uh, real high-end hotel. You would know the name. I just it's, it's slipping my mind. But they bought that basically during the Great, great Recession, back in uh, Great Depression, if you will, back in the 20s, 30s. So there's always opportunity out there. That's the point. But what we know is when you look at stocks in the market in general, okay, it's, it's kind of like, this, it's like the snowball rolling down the hill. And if the general market, the Dow Jones, the S&P, the Russell, whatever it may be, if they're in a situation where they are on a significant downturn, that downward momentum, Randy, is typically going to push most companies to the negative. That's just the way it is. Just with the, with the flip side, you know, as we know, if the markets are strong to the north, which they have been over the last several months. And, you know, a lot of people made a lot of money from that, which is great. But at the end of the day, they've been strong to the north the last couple of months. And, and they've been in a situation where that we've still been in a bull run since 2009. So that turn down, that turn back is definitely going to be something where we're going to face. Now, what we did promise listeners that we talk about this segment uh, that we discussed last segment, Randy, was how do you know when to buy in or not to buy in or when to sell or when not to sell? And again, when you look at a company in general, when you look at a stock, when you're trying to buy, when you're trying to sell, you got to evaluate the overall market trends. You got to look at that stock in general. Where has it been the last couple months? And if it's been in a huge bullish pattern, meaning it's you know moving to the north in, in, in significant ways, moving up, making lots of money, this may not be the best time to get in because even though it might be a good company, you don't want to get in when it's just been had, had a great bull run. You want to wait until some pullback, as I mentioned before. So timing of, of getting in is important. Now, you don't want to be in a situation overall long term, Randy, where folks out there are in a place where they look to try and time markets. Because here's what I can tell you. All of the research point to the fact that if you try and time markets and know when to get in and when to get out, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to blow your portfolio up. That's just the bottom line. It's just the way it is. This is a longer term approach. But what you have to do is you have to say, uh, listen, I got to be willing to take some gains in my portfolio and come off come out of the markets. If you just hang in there and say, well, I'm just going to, these are good companies. I believe in them long-term. I'm just going to stay here. You're going to, you're going to end up just riding the roller coaster like everyone else. And that's going to be a big problem and not necessarily in your working years, but for sure in the retirement years. And the reason Randy, that's such a big deal is because you're in a place where you are now starting to take income or taking money out of your portfolio. This is crucial. And it's something that's working against you that actually worked for you while you were working. Cause while you were working, think about this folks, you're putting money into the portfolio each and every month. So stocks go up and down, you're continuing to put money in. You're buying high, you're buying low. When you're retired, you're in a place where money's coming out. Now you're participating in reverse dollar cost averaging. And that's why, Randy, you need to have a percentage of your portfolio off market in investments that are totally unrelated to the market. And then you have some that are in the market. So it's about having the right blend. That's the key in building out the right portfolio. Having a purpose for your investments and exactly. knowing what they are. And that's kind of what we've been talking about in these first two segments here. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. You can find us online at leanonthewall.com. Go look at our website. And if you've not heard, if this is the first time you heard the program and you say, well, I'd like to hear, hear a little bit more, there's a place for you to click on and you can hear some of the past shows. You can also give Michael a call with your questions. It's 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. You're going to see on the website down at the bottom of the page on the right-hand side, it says request a review. You, and there's a place where you can put a question in there or say, what is your concern? Whether it's be saving money on taxes, you're a business owner and you'd like to you know, move your business towards selling and retiring or whatever it is that your concern is, put that in that box there and Michael will be happy to discuss it with you. Again, that's leanonthewall.com.
Michael, when they go to the website, they're going to see a bunch of uh, different shows, as we said, that you've been on and been a part of and a contributor to. And you've got something exciting coming up. The Many of us are familiar with this Sunday morning, the CBS Sunday morning show that starts at 9 o'clock. You have a segment that's going to run right before that, the Sunday morning money report. Tell me a little bit about what people are going to be experiencing there. Yeah, we're starting that today. And it'll kind of lead into the CBS Sunday Morning Show. That, that, what a great opportunity, you know, Randy, and I appreciate that. And just really having the opportunity to kind of share thoughts and insight. And the goal there is, so, you know, CBS Sunday Morning Show obviously starts at 9 o'clock. And so uh, where this is going to be positioned is uh, just before that. So it's only about a two-minute segment, and it's not long. But the thinking the thinking behind that is this. You know, our, our lives are so busy, um, and we're running 150 miles an hour all the time. And so how can we share thought and insight and different unique ideas from the financial field that is just education for people. And that's kind of how it was it was presented. And so, yeah, I jumped all over that. And so that's going to be something that's going to be airing uh, every Sunday morning, technically 8.58, and, and be the lead-in uh, just before the CBS Sunday Morning Show. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. And I think people watching are going to get a lot of insight um, and it's going to be uh, a great thing overall. Well, it's very exciting. Another opportunity for you to hear what Michael has to say about what's going on in markets and what's going on and how you can move your money forward, preserve your wealth, move your money forward for the future. Again, that's on CBS right before the CBS Morning Show. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. We have our Ask Michael segment coming up next. Stand by. Questions from you and things about the market and the news going on right now that we can ask Michael about. That's next. I'm Carolyn Ryan, a financial correspondent. And I'm Michael Wall, a financial author, advisor, and radio show host. You know, Michael's one of the area's leading financial advisors, and every Sunday morning, I get to interview him about things like Social Security, the stock market, and how to plan for retirement. You'll walk away with financial news and retirement tips you can apply to your own life. Watch the Sunday Morning Money Report every Sunday right before the CBS Sunday Morning News at 8.58. See you then. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. A little uh, post-St. Patrick's Day fun there. Now, did you wear a green shirt on Friday, Michael? I mean, did you go for it? You know, uh, the question is, did I not? <laughs> you know, I tell you, it's, it, it is funny. I know a lot of people getting into the festive festivities and all that stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, it's I know our kids. Uh, you know, they love just kind of. Hey, you listen, you got to have fun in life, yeah. right? You got to you got to enjoy life as you go through. I, I think so many times, man. You know, I tell you, Randy, people just get uh, they get stuck in the weeds. They get boring as time moves along. And uh, by the way, that's one of the reasons that I love, love, love being involved with Christ Fellowship. I mean, they are so fresh and alive and just new stuff all the time and all the different things that they're doing to give back. Uh, I know a lot of people might say initially, well, a big church, you know, whatever. But boy, I'll tell you, if you really look at it, and I've had the opportunity to really uh, create some great relationship and connection with uh, Todd, Pastor Todd and Pastor Tom, the founding pastor, as well as a, a lot of the other leadership and really know where the dollars for that church are going, you know, when people give where it's going and and they're doing it to add value. And I know that's kind of a, a spin to St. Patrick's Day, but you know, you think about it, a lot of people have no clue what in the world, where is St. Patrick's Day from? What's the history? Nobody has any idea. You know what I mean? So when you look at what actually is going on and why you're doing what you're doing, I guess that's the point. And that's, that's what's cool, but you got to have fun along the way. I mean, Absolutely. you can listen you can have a great mission. If you can't have fun, what, what's the purpose? You know what I mean? I got a little Irish in me, so I... Uh, well, you know, know you're, you're, uh, <laughs> you're, you're ready for the seasons. So that music uh, was perfect for you, right? Yeah, yeah. But I just don't understand why Irish people dance and they don't move their arms. What's up with that? Why is, <laughs> what is, what's going on there? Move your arms for crying out loud. You know, they all probably need to go to a chiropractor. <laughs> Might be it. And we have a guy, right? <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. We got a guy. Well, I, know, I know somebody. Well, you know, hey, listen, if you didn't know... The Feast of uh, St. Patrick is the history there of where kind of this all started back in the day. And it's it's interesting, uh, uh, you know, kind of interesting story. If you check that out a little bit, patron saint, his story mm-hmm. and the whole deal. But 
anyways, all that has evolved into a holiday where people drink green beer and have a good time and, you know, do whatever they want to do, I guess. There you go. You know, you got to have control a little bit, but come on now. All right. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, and this is the pro- program where we do our Ask Michael segment, mm. part of the show. So let's get to it. Can I ask you something? I've been wondering. Let me ask you a question. Here's a question for you. All right, Michael, one of the things that we like to have you do is take a look at some of the things that are in the news, and we also take our microphones out as well. And one of the things that you've been hearing is the word fiduciary, the fiduciary rule, and the Labor Department, and the fiduciary rule. Well, there's a guy, his name is Anthony Scaramucci. Now, he's a guy you may have seen on Fox Business. He's been a regular contributor there, and he was just recently talking about this whole fiduciary rule and how it's got its ups and it's also got its downside. There'll be people out there saying, oh, I, I want to sell uh, bad product to people and all that sort of nonsense. That's sort of the, the Elizabeth Warren rhetoric. And so I'm tired of that. They want to slant it towards ETFs and they want to slant it towards low index uh, trades for people. And I understand why they want to do that. But if you leave out alternatives and other things for people, they don't get the opportunity to reduce their volatility. Hmm. So, Michael, the idea here is that all financial advisors should work on behalf of their customer, putting their interests ahead of anybody else's. We would, that goes without saying with you, correct? Yeah. I mean, you listen, to the idea of a fiduciary at its core is one that's very attractive and should be in place. And I, you know, you're, you're 100% correct, Randy. We've been a fiduciary for a long time, and that's been our MO as, as we've been in business. That's why I got a couple of different companies designed to do a variety of things based on what the needs of the client is, because every situation's tailored, and that's what we look at. But, you know, when you take a look at this role in particular, listen, I'm a fiduciary, and I think there's a need for a standard in the industry. I think there's a need for, you know, brokers and things out there to be putting their clients' interest first. And you would think that, you know, most people would. And and I think a lot of times, inherently, the people that are in the industry, they really do try and do that. But unfortunately, uh, you know, a lot of the brokerage system out there, in my opinion, it's a broken world. That's my opinion, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, the reason is because how do you really know when you're investing and you're investing your money with someone and and you have a, quote-unquote, a broker – uh, how do you know that what's being offered is really the right thing for you? How do you know when they buy something and they sell something if it's really right for you? So, you know, those are important things, Randy, that I think need discussed. Those are important things that I need to be implement, need to be implemented uh, as far as protecting the overall consumer. But when you look at this role, you know, when you look at the, the Department of Labor is, is, is passing a role that affects uh, how things are are metered and monitored and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think, I think in a lot of ways, this role, I'm actually not for it, mm-hmm. quite honestly, even though I am a fiduciary. And I think, I, think there, I think it should be revised. I think there should be a simpler role. I think, I think you should be in a situation where you need to be a fiduciary. But this role has a lot of fat in it, and a lot of consumers just don't know. Now, the problem is, is when they watch TV, uh, whether they watch a liberal network or conservative network, they're going to talk about what is and what is not going on. But I can tell you, Randy, that this role has a lot of fat in it, and it is not necessarily just that they're, they're, they're exalting it as, hey, we care about the consumer, and the financial industry doesn't care about the consumer, and they're trying to you know just you know screw the consumer over and whatever. And a lot of times that's not necessarily the case. Now, there are exceptions to every rule. There's certainly a lot of people in the financial industry that you can't trust and that are out for themselves and not people. I get that. But when it comes to this role in general, you know, some of the fat in it, Randy, in my opinion, and not even opinion, reality, alternatives. One of the things that 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 gentleman mentioned at the end of this show was the idea of alternatives, right? Well, there's a lot of alternatives a non-traded space, non-traded REITs and different things like that. REITs, folks, if you haven't heard of them, REITs are real estate investment trusts. Uh, You can have non-traded REITs and you can have traded REITs. Traded REITs are uh, REITs that are on the market and they're traded just like a stock. So you can buy and sell and they have volatility like the market would. And then you have non-traded REITs that are off market. They are not in the market in general. There's been a lot of research, a lot of studies. In fact, if you research the Yale and Harvard, Yale, the school, obviously, and Harvard endowment models, and you take a look at what their endowments have done since 1990, Randy, the numbers are phenomenal literally averaging 12 to 13% a year, and they have anywhere between 45 to 50% of the portfolio, uh, at least at the time that we looked at the study, which was just about a year or so ago, 45 to 50% of that portfolio was invested in different alternatives, okay? So these are off-market structure. These are buying into, say, medical office buildings and continuing care retirement communities and grocery store shopping centers across the country. All things where there's physical real estate, they have long lease tenures, and they're in a place where you can get tax advantages, 
you know, a lot of times you're involved in these non-trades and you're going to be in a situation where you're going to participate in some of the same depreciable factors that you would if you owned real estate directly, which means you're going to overall big picture that what's going to happen. You're going to reduce your taxes. Well, all of a sudden, you know, when the DOL passed that rule last year, they passed the rule saying that the valuations inside of portfolios and how these work are have changed. It's become really confusing for consumers. And quite honestly, in my opinion, it's it's deterred. Uh, some consumers and even advisors from utilizing certain uh, of these investments on the non-traded space because of how now they have to be priced. And it's it's really, really unfortunate because quite honestly, a lot of the, now listen, there's some non-traded that are junk. It's like anything else. There's, there's, there's good and bad of everything. So you've got to evaluate what you're investing in. Okay. But the point is, this role has a lot of fat in it. Quite honestly, I hope it's pushed off the table. I hope it is not continued. What I am for is them coming back with a very simple fiduciary role that basically says advisors must act in the best interest of their clients and become a fiduciary, and that's it. That would be a fiduciary role that, to me, makes sense. But, Randy, as you know, like every other political thing that exists out there today, they talk about the silver lining and what they're, what they're going to use to save the world, and then they build the rest of it out with a bunch of fat, which is only going to benefit you know, certain entities and agencies, and quite honestly, and there's a lot of fat in this role. That's what gets me a little bit excited about it, if you haven't noticed. Well, it seems as though that many times when a government program is put in place that the general feeling is we want to protect this particular group. I think of the affordable health care, people who don't have health care. Everybody wants people to have health care. But then the program itself priced the people who needed it most out of that particular program. This could do the very same thing for financial advisors. People will start to go do this themselves. They go to those ETFs, those low-cost index funds, as he said, and then that's fine if the market's going up, but if the market goes down, you've got no advice, you've got no protection, you could get hurt, and the people who they're trying to protect will get hurt. Yeah, absolutely, Randy. You know, one of the, one of the things that I can tell you is this. If you look at the mar, if you look at the S and P, like they're talking about, hey, just buy an ETF, just buy an ETF, just buy an ETF. If you look at the S and P five hundred, and let's say you went out there and you bought the spiders, SPY. Now I know Vanguard has ETFs that that oversee the market and all this stuff as well, but let's just say you went out and bought SPY, okay? Which is basically like buying in the S and P five hundred, which means the market goes up, you're going to go up. Market goes down, you're going to go down. Your costs are going to be lower. You're not going to pay an advisor fee, which is which is fine. But the problem is, if you take a look at that actual return from two thousand to now, Randy, that that SPY, the S&P has actually literally averaged, the S&P 500 has literally averaged about 0.8, that's right, 0.8% per year for the last 16 years. Okay, that's less than 1% a year over the last 16 years. Why? Because you ride the ups and you ride the downs, you ride the ups, you ride the downs. So when you take a look at that overall story, is that the kind of return you want in your portfolio? And most people would say no. That's why I think you need to have professional advice. And the problem is, is when you push people as an industry, when the government pushes people one way, we know that there's, there's Wall Street friendly people, lobbyists in the government. We know that. And so when they push people one way, now it becomes a manipulated system in a lot of ways. And to me, I am just not for that. That's why we need to offer and look at investments that encompass a variety of different things on market and off market. Those are all very important to build out a comprehensive tailored plan that also reduces taxes over time. These are all things we got to consider, not just let's do what everybody else is doing. By the way, that was a recipe for a great loss in 2008. So folks, if you're out there and you just want to do what everybody else is telling you to do via the media, then go ahead. But when everybody else loses money, you're probably going to be in a situation that that's going to be the same result that you experience as well. So don't do what everybody else is doing. Do what's custom and right for you. That's what matters. And that's my opinion on the thought. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Give us a call at 888-511-WALL with your questions for Michael. Also look at our website, which is leanonthewall.com. Down at the bottom of the page, it says request a review. There's a box there where you can put your concerns in and Michael will get back to you and talk to you about what you want to do with your money, your retirement, what your your concerns. We'll can, we can help you with those particular concerns. Again, it's leanonthewall.com. We like to bring great guests into the show. Chris Steele is an interesting guy. He's going to talk a little bit about his career as being a, a marketer, a person who is in the acting realm, a TV host, a radio host, all sorts of different things. And I think we can learn from as far as business owners are concerned. That's coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Worried about 
about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. And welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online at leanonthewall.com. We like to bring you lots of interesting guests. And this is a radio show, and we always say we have faces for radio. So we brought the guy in who's got a face for TV. As a matter of fact, he's on TV an awful lot. Chris Steele is with us here. Actor, writer, spokesperson, TV host. I know you've seen him on TV. And Michael, you've... Uh, you befriended this beautiful man and, and brought him onto the radio. So you know, well, you know, you got to do it from time to time. There's there's only so much room in the in in the studio for my head. So yeah, we got to bring another one right. in from time to time. So yeah, no, no, Chris has been uh, uh, actually it's, it's a recent friendship. Good guy. We go to church together. Both go to Christ Fellowship. Um, share uh, very similar values and uh, uh, the track. You know, Randy, that it was kind of interesting when we connected the other day. Kind of the track we're on is very similar as far as just kind of. Uh, penetrating and connecting with people, sharing the message, uh, obviously doing what we do in media, but also uh, really sharing the message of, of of Christ and what he's what he's about, what he came for to this earth for, and uh, do, doing a lot of cool things at the church there. So I wanted to have Chris on because he's been he's been really um, not only with media, but he's he's a well rounded thinker, and I just noticed that as we we connected, he's he's grounded. He's had a lot of interaction, a lot of connection. Uh, he even does a lot of the stuff with uh, Robert Kiyosaki in his book and all, Rich Dad Poor Dad. If you remember that, if you heard that out there, and so really, really cool things. By the way, folks, if you've uh, missed parts of the show, go ahead and go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. You can check out the beginning part of the show. Just click on radio and media. Or if you got a question for us and you want us to share on the show next time, again, go to leanonthewall.com. Just a quick scroll down. And uh, I think there's a little tab. It says, I believe it says request my review, but you can type in there what you want, even if you want to connect with us or reach to us via phone, 888-511-WALL. Well, Chris, here he is, actorchrissteel.com. Well, hang on a second. Randy had a whole lot of other titles I want to throw in there, too. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm giving her your website right away. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you doing that. No, I'm excited to be here. It's so funny because when we met, Michael, it's true, when you meet people and you got those you know, common values but yeah. common interests, it's mm -hmm. like... You're so excited to have the conversation because you're thinking of so many things you want to talk about. We were talking about marketing. We were talking mm -hmm. about branding, mm -hmm. you know, which is everybody nowadays, you hear branding. The words thrown around, a lot of times people, they don't have any idea what branding is. It's not the hot iron anymore that used to you use You know, for bowl. years, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> and uh, I was behind on that. So. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it, the, it's it's now branding. It's not yeah. marketing. It's branding. Yeah. And um, you know, I was a marketing major in college, hmm. and because I wasn't smart enough to do anything else. But uh, <laughs> I do the acting and the hosting. I do some of that. But I own a business. I've owned a couple of businesses in the past. But everything I do, hmm. you know, you're you're all marketing. Yeah. And what we were talking about, which to me is exciting, and I think it's intimidating to people also is it's changing. Man, it's changing so fast. Big time. You know, Chris, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because, you know, folks, if you're listening out there, most I know most of our listeners either have a business show or a business, Chris, or they're, you know, some type of professional to some degree, or they had a business in the past. So they kind of can have this conversation mentally with us. And, you know, the, the world has changed in how we communicate, how we connect. And branding is so huge, right? Because now you're in a situation where you're, people want to know what are you about? You know, it's just like Apple. The reason people bought the product because of Steve Jobs. He was the brand and people connected with that. They bought that. So tell us a little bit out from your perspective and kind of a little start because you've been in the industry now, media industry for what, 20 years? Yeah, a little over 20 years. And from a, from a couple of different perspectives. Yeah. And I mean, you give one example that is really like, the epitome of greatness when you talk about Steve Jobs and what they did, mm. you know, with Apple. But for those of us that are, you know, small business owners, which a lot of people would consider themselves to be, mm -hmm. uh, or you could be a big business owner. It's a, um, it's amazing how much it's changed and really how much it's going to change. It's on this fast track because mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, we, we went from the old days, literally old days weren't that long ago yeah. when people were marketing themselves through the yellow pages, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and direct mail. Like, and well, now things. you're like, why would I have a phone book? It's, you don't, and yeah, or, or a home yeah. phone, yeah. you know? I yeah. mean, so those things are, are changing. Uh, we've seen this incredible, uh, the impact of video mm -hmm. because it, you know, 
there there are so many things. We're all talking online because mm-hmm. you have to be marketing yourselves online. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things you and I talked about was the fact that some people just don't get it. Yeah. It's the world's changing around you. And if you're not willing to adjust, uh, you're going to get left behind. And I know people personally, I have family members that, uh, you know, the old brick and mortar yeah. and they continue to do things the old fashioned way yep. and, and it's just not working. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, Chris, one of the things that we always talk about uh, or preach for lack of a better word is the fact that whether it's your finances, whether it's your wealth, whether it's your health, whether it's whatever, you got to think differently today than you did five, even 10 years ago. You know, we live in a, we live in a world today. We live in a global world. We don't just live in a domestic world. You know, it used to be America was kind of on his own island in a lot of ways and we could do what we wanted to do and, and, and so on and so forth. And we affected the rest of the world, but not like it is today. Now somebody sneezes in China and we feel it immediately, mm-hmm. right? So we live in a world that's much smaller by, by the whole picture of, of how the internet has changed our game. So let me ask you this. If you're, if you're sitting out there, somebody out there sitting out there listening to the show and they're saying, hey, you know what? Uh, I have a business large or small, boutique or, you know, whatever, vast, and they, they want to connect better with their audience. You know, sometimes businesses, the owners, the staff, the executive team, C-level execs, Chris, they're running at 120 miles an hour all the time. And so the problem is, is they don't, you know, obviously that's where consulting comes in. And mm-hmm. we do obviously some of that as well. What would your suggestion be for someone that is saying, you know, I really want to say, I want to improve, let's say they have a plan, quote unquote, but they want to improve their crafting of their brand in the marketplace. Well, you hit on a, a great point that is, I mean, any business owner, you're running at 150 miles an hour. It's very difficult for you to jump into this thing because it, number one, it's, I find it incredibly challenging, the technical side of it, SEO, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's just not my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So I have to bring somebody else in to help with that. And the good and the bad news is, Everybody and their brother is an SEO expert, right? You know? And right. so you really got to weed through yeah. and find out who really is worth their weight. By the uh, way, folks, if you're saying, what is SEO? That's search engine optimization. So when you go and you go to Google or, you know, whatever you go to online and you type in a name, like if you go to Google and you type in Wall Financial Group, let me be self-serving for a minute, but you type that in, you're going to have some things that come up on the first page. And if you want to do it just for fun, type your name in. I mean, heck, just to see what you see what you get. But search engine optimization is the idea of basically paying for higher ranking. So you want to be in a place, if you don't have a unique name, okay, if you have a new, if you have a unique name, by the way, like Lean on the Wall, that's unique. If you Google Lean on the Wall, we're going to be the first ones to come up because there's no other Lean on the Wall out there. Exactly. And we're not paying for that. But if you're in a situation where you don't have something ultra unique and you want to create space in the marketplace where you're above and beyond the, the rest of the fray, so to speak, now you're in a place where you have to pay to be at the top of the list. That's what search engine optimization is. Just yeah. for those that yeah, yeah. aren't aware of it. And, and, and and, and, you know, to your point, uh, there are very few unique names anymore. That's you exactly have right. to be competitive. Yeah. And SEO is one of those things, again, that it's not my wheelhouse. So, you know, for instance, our, our business, we own a family entertainment center uh, mm-hmm. in another state. And it's, um, it's you know, very competitive. And we have people approach us all the time that want to, you know, we can help with your search engine optimization. And um, so we've had to weed through mm-hmm. to find who we want to help. But the other thing we've learned uh, in our industry, but really across the board, is the impact of video. Yeah, um, That's one of the things that several years ago I was researching and Forrester put a study out there to say video, one minute video mm. is worth 1.8 million words. Is that right? That That's the power yeah. of video. And, yeah. and video is one of those things, again, I think that people struggle with. It's like, I, I got to shoot a video. What do I, you know, how do I do that? It's not as, it's not as, Difficult as you may think, yeah. But you probably can't do it on your own. You're going to need a little bit of help with it. Yeah, but the impact it, is there. It's it's more than just the selfie cam and taking a picture. Sometimes, if you want to have the quality that you want, again, we're talking with uh, Chris Steele. You can go to actorchristeele.com, check him out. And we got to cut for a short break, but we're going to come back. We're going to talk about alternative. Uh, currency, alternative revenue, and some ways that are kind of interesting you may have never heard of. I know some of them I didn't hear of before I connected with Chris as far as how you can barter and connect today in today's world still, as well as maximizing your online presence to really attract the type of people, business, and uh, just connections in general that you want. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. I'm Carolyn Ryan, a financial correspondent. And I'm Michael Wall, a financial author, advisor, and radio show host. You know, Michael's one of the area's leading financial advisors, and every Sunday morning, I get to interview him about things like Social Security, the stock market, and how to plan for retirement. You'll walk away with financial news and retirement tips you can apply to your own life. Watch the Sunday Morning Money Report every Sunday right before the CBS Sunday Morning News at 8.58. See you then. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. 
Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. And that's what a lot of customers will kind of look at you and say, what have you done for me lately? It's uh, You got to stand out from the crowd. Our guest today is Chris Steele, actor, spokesperson, writer, a TV host, and a guy who helps people find their voice, so to speak, when it comes to their business. Chris, quick question here. I was watching a video and it was actor Kevin Spacey, and he was with a bunch of college students who wanted to be actors. And one young man stood up and said, I want to be an actor, but it's so hard to get noticed. It is such a crowded space. Everybody wants to be here. How do I stick out from the crowd? And I mean, that could be, you know, given in any kind of business, how do I stick out from the crowd? And his answer to him was, if you have something to offer that is unique and you refine that, Mm. your voice will be heard. So how, what are the steps that someone should take to make sure that their unique voice and how do they find that voice? Well, it's a great question, Randy. And, and actually from one of my favorite actors, Kevin Spacey, um, and, and the guy's very, I had an opportunity to interview him and he's very um, thoughtful and I love listening to him. But at any rate, I think number one, if you're asking that question, you're, you're heading in the right direction. Because the problem is I think a lot of people aren't asking that question. How do I stand out? Um, I think it, it obviously has something to do with what it is you have to offer. But again, going back to the world is changing and depending on your medium, what you're choosing, your industry, you have to get out there. And we were talking briefly about SEO and the power of video. And, and when, you, when you look at how quickly things have changed over the last 10, 20 years, now with VR, which again, we're talking about VR, it's virtual reality. Mm-hmm. People saw a lot of, a lot of folks this past um, holiday season that was the gift, and yeah. there were there were you know hundreds of thousands that were sold. Mm. Uh, the industry they're they're estimating in the next by twenty twenty there'll be fifty million of those out there. Virtual wow. reality will change everything yeah. because now a business owner, whatever product or service you have to offer, you can give people the opportunity to experience it mm-hmm. without even moving from their home. Yeah, I mean that's that's a game changer. Well, now now you're in a situation where the cool thing about that is you're you're literally selling an intangible. You, you are literally, it's, it's amazing when you think about that. You know, I remember back when I started in the industry, just kind of helping people in a lot of ways, you know, and even what we do now, obviously fast forward, we're, st- we're literally kind of selling intangibles. I mean, you can look at history and returns and talk to existing clients and all that. When, and I'm talking about when we're talking about the financial space now, you know, this isn't maybe uh, other things per se, but if somebody comes in, they want a second opinion, maximize their wealth. And, and when you look at businesses being able to do that, you know, to, to be able to put on a pair of head, not headphones, but headsets or, mm-hmm. or eye, whatever you call it. I don't right. know. What, what is the term? A goggles. goggles. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. They're eye something, Randy. Jeez. It's not, it's not an iPhone or eye touch right. or an iPad or an, an eye in it though. Eye goggles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you throw it on there with your phone and you're rocking that out. And it's just like, you see that we see those commercials of people putting them on and they're kind of, you know, figuring out where they are. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. No. Who would have ever thought, you know, and that's one of the reasons, um, that I'm so intrigued, for example, is about Facebook, you know, is it just their commitment to that space, you know, mm-hmm. with Oculus and everything that they're doing. And I love that. And obviously, you know, you know that anytime with technology, the way it's changed, and that's the other thing, folks, I think as you listen to this out there, you got to say, okay, where is the market moving? You know, and, and I think sometimes people, uh, they miss opportunity because they're so ingrained with what they, what they used to do. And I got to tell you, in, in today's world, if you're in a situation where you're ingrained and just saying, I'm going to do things the way I've always done them because that's what I'm comfortable with, you're going to get left behind. That's I, mean, right. I mean, that's just the way it, it is, is because, because the, the economy, the world, the markets, they are going to move forward. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean that you have to always take a bunch of crazy risk, by the way, with everything that you're doing, right, Chris? No, that's exactly right. And, and it's a great point because I think a lot of times, uh, and it may be happening with your listeners, this stuff can be overwhelming. It really can. And and this is what I always tell people. Number one, Randy, you, you mentioned it. You got to be asking the question, what can, I, what can I be doing differently? Yeah. And do something different each day because it really, it is like, you know, taking a drink from a fire, fire hose. It is crazy how much is happening. Just do a little bit each day, but it is changing on every Every front, uh, you know, you talk about infomercials. I started doing infomercials 20 years ago and it was, and people were making a killing mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, they thought I got a product, I'm going to do an infomercial, I'll make millions. And there were many out there that did. I do uh, shows today in a, a good production company, which I try not to work for any others, you know, uh, because there's a ton of them out there. They will tell a client because a lot of times he's the client, the, 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 the uh, customer, 
they may be investing their life savings. They've mm. got a product, you know, that they've really put everything into mm-hmm. and they'll tell them, listen, a good show these days is going to pay for itself. Mm. You're not going to make a killing from it, but you can take this and now you've got a multi-million dollar TV advertising um, that you can show mm-hmm. to drive retail sales. Yeah. And that's realistic. So again, in 20 years, you've got an industry that was killing it and that's changed. So yeah. it's all changing quickly. And that's what you got to realize. Well, and not only that, now you're in a place where you got, you know, other mediums where you can advertise that just didn't even exist, you know, 10 plus years ago, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of these different things. And you, you know, Google, I mean, AdWords, you're paying per click, all these, all these different opportunities that, you know, I, I know a lot of people maybe listen to the show might, some of them may say, I get that. Some of them may not. It's still a newer world with a lot of people, but at the end of the day, it's there's a lot of new things out there. I know, Chris, you had talked about the idea of um, alternative currency, alternative revenue, uh, which is very interesting to me. In fact, when you mentioned the word bartering and stuff, I'm like, what? what yeah, is that like, <laughs> so I got extra bread and I'll give you bread right. for, you know, what? Well, I mean, we were standing in church when I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bartering's been around since the biblical times. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, what does that look like now and how can people get involved with that? And obviously, by the way, full disclosure, folks, Chris doesn't make a dime off this. He's just sharing an idea. That's why I wanted to have him on. I mean, he doesn't work. He doesn't uh, help you with your SEO opportunity. He, he's just a great guy sharing some good stuff. And so Tell folks out there, if you would, about what does that look like? How does that work? Oh, I love it. It's, we've been we've been doing. My wife and I got involved in barter several years ago. Really, from you know somebody who owed us some money, a production company, they couldn't pay it, and they said, you know, listen, we can't pay you cash, uh, but we have these barter dollars. We didn't know anything about it, so we got involved. It's changed our lives. How we do everything. When we mm-hmm. started a business, you know, you know this. You you handle money, mm-hmm. people's money. I mean, their cash. It is especially nowadays. It's precious, and yeah. so for us, we look for. Any other way before we go to spend, especially marketing dollars for the business, but today anything, can we do it through barter? Mm. So the way that that we do barter is we belong to a national barter exchange. It's called ITEX, I-T-E-X. And it is a phenomenal way to open your business, your product, your service up to a whole new industry. And that's the way it works. You offer that, you know, you join the the, uh, barter network. It's it's free to join. You pay a, a nominal monthly fee. And then the network charges uh, 6% when you buy, 6% when you sell. But if you could understand whatever product or service you have to offer, you offer that to the network. Mm. Instead of people paying you cash, they pay you barter dollars. Mm. They go into your barter account. Then you can use those for anything within the network. Now, this is a national network. Uh, again, we're talking with actor Chris Steele here. You can go to actorchrissteele.com. That's with an E, S-T-E-E-L-E.com. And don't forget about our website as well, leanonthewall.com. If you came in on the middle of the interview here, you can find it right there at leanonthewall.com and get the entire interview with Chris Steele. We're going to say goodbye to Chris for today, but Chris, we want you to come back, okay? Because there's an awful lot of questions that I have and I hope that uh, that you'll join us again in our next show. Yeah, I've got a lot of questions too. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> so folks, I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, at any point in time, go to leanonthewall.com. You're going to be able to listen to previous shows, previous segments. Uh, just subscribe. That's another great way to stay in touch with what we're doing. Subscribe to the show. And please do reach out to us. We want to hear your comments. We want to hear your thoughts, not just in helping you, if we can help you improve your wealth and, and save money in taxes and all that, but also in addition about the show. You're going to want to pick up a copy of our book. It's a bestseller, second edition, and it's really uh, gained a, a lot of traction, a lot of simple insights. So go to the site. You can check that out, leanonthewall.com. Hey, listen, we want you to live well in any economy. So have fun, live well, and listen, this next week, be looking for a couple folks as we talk to you and Sherry, encourage you to do, that people that you can add value to, that they can do nothing in return for you. And hey, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk with you next week. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Products and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 888-511-WALL.